you who are listening is that just change all the time, change so that it's fun because life is about fun and living. I don't care if I gain two kilos or lose two kilos. I want to have this ice cream and I know that for having this one kilo of ice cream tonight, I should move beforehand. That's it. But I will have, even if I wouldn't move, I have to have the ice cream. You cannot stop yourself from not doing what you want. And if you want to, you know, somehow balance, then that's the balance there. Have fun. Welcome to Finding Finish Lines, the hopeful podcast celebrating women fearlessly living their vision for a joyful life, healthy family, and a better community. Join us, be inspired, take a deep breath, drop whatever doesn't serve you, and take your place in a sisterhood of active, passionate women. Hey friends, welcome to Finding Finish Lines. I'm Sally Balafka. I'm your host, and I have a question for you today. How often do you see another woman who is like slaying? She's totally crushing it in her sphere of influence or her genius zone or whatever you call like her thing, you know, the thing that she does. How long does it take for you to see that and think, oh, well, The reason that she can excel and there's no way that I can is because, you know, she must have a totally different skill set or maybe she's like blessed differently than me or has some sort of specific talent, right? Like how often do we just completely discount our ability to be who we are or who we want to be based on some assumption that we have about all the people who are already there? What if I told you that you're right? but only sort of. What? That's not the direction I expect for an empowerment podcast, Sally. What are you talking about? You're supposed to tell us we can do anything. Well, it's the sort of thing that is doing a ton of work in that statement. It's probably like an unfair amount of work to make a phrase like sort of handle. Because today I'm going to introduce you to my friend Perrette. She is a naturally talented athlete. There's no question about that. But so much more than her natural talent is her viral sense of adventure. She like finds joy in work and honestly in the long suffering experience of improving. You can't talk to Perrette for one minute, like no, literally not even one minute because conversations with her are like a full on commitment. Once you get one minute into your conversation, you know that you are about to get to work. Because talking to Perrette is like that scene in When Harry Met Sally, where the woman in the restaurant orders whatever she's having. Right? I mean, come on, not exactly. But it's that sort of idea that as soon as you get talking to her, you're like, whatever it is that lights her up, I want a part of that. I'll have what she's having. So I'm going to give away what would traditionally be like the meat of the story right now. I'm just going to tell you that she is the female tower running and because I didn't know what that was, I'm going to share it with you. It's basically running up the stairs of a very tall building. She's the tower running champion for the entire nation of Estonia. She's now competing on the world circuit. Didn't know there was one of those. Yeah, I didn't know either. You're probably going to feel a strong pull to like sprint up and down your staircase by the end of this. She's also involved in long-distance cross-country skiing. She's a distance runner. She's a triathlete. Basically, if you name it, she's game. Adventure is in her blood. It's within her and without her. Basically, if you listen to her, you somehow find yourself feeling claustrophobic in whatever space you're in 
just longing for something real and something challenging. Trust me, Perret is the reason I found myself running a 10K at night in Berlin this summer, and it was one of my favorite race experiences. Since I already told you that she has an accomplished racing career, I'm sure you're already guessing that we're going to start her story as an accomplished child athlete. Actually, I started quite a, uh, out of any uh, like incidents, it just accidentally, because I was never really a sports person. When I was young, then I was never going to any of the trainings, or my parents never forced me to do anything. But I was always this uh, uh, outside uh, person, so I always liked to be out of the house, uh, playing around with the kids, uh, you know, running, playing games, and uh, that was the only activity. So really. When I grew up and then people obviously talk about fitness everywhere. So I thought that what, whatever that means, uh, it, it, this is not, not, not for me or it, it doesn't uh, resonate. I think back of my uh, this, uh, school days and uh, these uh, exercises, then I have nightmares till date. So I was uh, thinking, oh, when does it come? When does it hit me? Okay, so now you're saying, all right, Sally, so she wasn't a child athlete. But obviously, to reach the highest levels, she must have hired a glamorous coach. She must have, you know, focused specifically on one sport and controlled all the variables as soon as possible. When I, it was 25 years from my school, pretty much, then I thought uh, that I'd like to go back to skiing, which I really liked, the cross-country skiing. And then I picked up a training group uh, in, the, in the forest uh, to go there two times a week and start uh, practicing. And uh, it happened so that there was no snow for two years. So uh, the old, most of the training started with jogging and doing exercises. And then I thought, that, OK, if, if that's life, then let me enjoy it. And I found two people who actually dragged me to a running event. They told me that let's go run a 24-kilometer race in May. I said, that, look, you are joking. I've, I've never run 10 kilometers in a row. Well, then fine. She must have some sort of like crazy self-esteem and just know that she can do anything she wants okay i told at home that i'll go running and check if i can run 10 kilometers in a row yeah so i went out uh, and uh, of course i did it and i did few kilometers extra and i enrolled in the race and i had uh, quite a good result and then i got addicted and when she says addicted she absolutely means it like many of us, that first race lit the flame to increase the distance and speed. She just had to get to that further finish line as fast as possible. So of course, as an elite athlete, she hired a fancy coach and did everything right to get the distance that we all keep our eye on, the legendary marathon. Uh, I said, okay, then as I'm doing this, let me do the marathon also the same year and I thought that maybe I will do a once in my lifetime. So let, let this once in a lifetime be now because I might, you know, drop out. It's not my sports. Okay, I'm excited, but it's, it was still not my topic. So uh, one of the, the friends did a plan for me, not very discreet, on a paper, pretty much nothing fancy. And the uh, same September, I ran the marathon and uh, 3.56, so a good time. And uh, it was difficult. The preparing was more difficult than the run itself, but I was happy. I ran over and I thought that I'm done. That's exactly what I wanted. I ran a marathon and, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, you definitely just heard her say that she went from, I don't know if I can run a 10K to running a sub four hour marathon in the same year. So clearly we're dealing with natural talent. But also, I need you just to listen to how resilient she is. Her hard and fast entry into the world of distance running didn't end after going 10K to marathon. 
Remember how she said she was addicted? Yeah. That year, she ran two more full marathons for a total of three in her first year, and then six full marathons the following year. Enter injuries. I thought that my life is over when I had the first injury, that now I'm dying because you feel down, everything, nothing works. TV is not the same, the house doesn't look so good, you don't have the right clothes, you have nothing to do. That level of despair didn't last for long. What I do now is that immediately I said, okay, uh, define what you can still do. Think of so that really, what can, okay, breathe, first thing is breathe, this has already happened. I cannot, uh, I will not cut my foot off. Yeah. I definitely will use the foot very soon. Yeah. And you know that most of, the, most of the injuries actually last two, three months anyway. So open your eyes, exactly like you were asking about this, how did I come to different spots? It was through the body signals. Yeah. I would say I could have prevented, but if I have, would say, would I prevent it? I'm not sure. I'm happy with what I've done and the experience. Keep your eyes open for, you know, other other. Other fitness uh, kinds, uh, sometimes I even drag myself out saying that, okay, I should go take a shower. And then I thought that I have this zero work motivation day. And then I'm thinking that, okay, I'll go take the shower in the gym. So I know that I bring my things and I know that I'm going to choose one of the options. And even and Then one last Thursday, I went out and I said that, okay, I put my, I haven't been bicycling for months. Yeah. So I thought that I'll bring the, I, just not to ignore that I haven't done. I brought uh, this uh, this uh, cycling uh, costume, yeah, this uh, suit. And then, of course, if I have it in my bag, I'll put it on and I do. So I said, okay, since I'm here, I'm not going to do it one hour. Let me, I put on a machine, never have put one hour, 30 minutes. And I thought that probably I'll cut off at 40 minutes and do the rowing or something. But I managed. So with all the six years of extra, you know, extra different exercises, I did the one half hour. It sounds, it sounds comic. It would, if somebody would have told me three days back that I will do that, I would have laughed and said that, ha, 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 no, I'm waiting for March or April and I'll do it outside. Yeah. But it's just this feeling that, yes, I'll do it. I'll just try it. Let me try this. And once I took this uh, challenge that the three months, I thought that I'll try all the things in the gym that they offer. This funny, you know, everybody's old ladies, old ladies, uh, something, then the yoga for 45 minutes, then some uh, super ass moving something, then some Brazilian butt, then all these funny names you actually normally laugh upon. And they are very hard, yeah. They are very difficult, very hard. And actually, I would say that I, I, I had this sub, how to say, sub, this uh, presumptions about these things or this stereotype thinking about these sorts of uh, workouts. But I'm, I don't talk anything like this anymore because I, I did this thing. I tried them out. They are very hard. And I admire the people who do it. It's just that what I would recommend them, as I recommend you who are listening is that just change all the time change so that it's fun because life is about fun yeah, living yeah. I don't care if I gain two kilos or lose two kilos I want to have this ice cream and I know that for having this one kilo of ice cream tonight I should move beforehand that's it yeah. but I will have even if I wouldn't move I, ha I have to have the ice cream you cannot stop yourself from not doing what you want and if you want to you know somehow balance then that's the balance yeah. have fun and one thing I really love about Perrette is that when she says for her, it's all about having fun, she absolutely means it. That's not just something she's posting on Instagram and hoping that you'll consume. She doesn't care what you think. She's doing it because she wants to have a great time and she wants to move her body and she wants to learn more about herself in this world that she lives in. And it's that kind of curiosity that brought her from 
maybe I'll get back into long distance skiing through a group in the woods to I think I'll try some running road races. It eventually brought her into cycling and triathlon. And then it gave her tower running. It was so that the same people actually who dragged me to the to the running at all, one of them went to a, a run in a hotel and said that there's a run, I don't know, tomorrow day after in a hotel. And I said, that run in a hotel? <laughs> Sounds very intriguing. Said, yeah, yeah, we are, there's such thing that they're running the, up the stairs. And there's actually a whole uh, series that you have six or ten runs uh, a season. And then they have this like sort of, you know, you can get the awards every time and then you have this, whatever, the total, yeah. So I thought, that, okay, it sounds interesting. I'll come this year to one or two just to see. Yeah, because he said, that, don't worry, it's not really running. It's actually, you get, everybody gets tired, so you end up walking. So I said, ah, I might even go. Maybe I'm not the only one who's walking. <laughs> so there was, yeah, there was a, so I took the hardest one that day was like, we have this uh, TV tower here, which is 500 something meters and uh, 65 floors uh, but small floors uh, i did well yeah because you know then uh, it actually all come it was six or seven minutes that year now i'm already less than six but it was uh, it was a good uh, result compared to the others who had been doing it for years so i was actually absolutely excited of course as always when you cr- cross the finish line when you're crossing the finish you feel like you know you won the world yeah Everybody should, you know, bow down before you, and uh, the doors to the system should open, and all that stuff. Yeah. But then I figured out, and then I really, after that, I got addicted totally because then uh, I started doing the short uh, options also, which is then nine floors short. Is these are sprint, and then you have twenty six, which also is let's say two half minutes for me which is still running. So it's really activity. Everything from 30 floors upwards, I would say it's already like moving. (laughs) And Perrette brings that energy for movement wherever she goes. In fact, last fall, she was traveling for work in Dubai for a business meeting when she learned that there was going to be a race from the world circuit happening right there in Dubai. And it was in just a couple of days. Without thinking too much and being ready for anything all the time, Perrette found her way into that race. Yeah, that I traveled for work uh, uh, October last year to Dubai. And uh, then in the evening, uh, this Estonian tower running uh, guy r- writes me that, uh, hey, Perrette, that there's a cool run uh, coming up uh, Friday this same week. Can you, if you're still there, definitely go and participate. It's normal. I would look up for marathons or runs. Uh, is somebody running in, the, in that area? And I didn't do it. So the organizer said, this Estonian chap said that, uh, write to the organizers that you are an Estonian, this uh, champion of this tower running, which I am uh, two years. So I said that, okay, uh, I did that. Uh, nobody answered. So in 24 hours, I wrote to the, not the Dubai organizers, but to the uh, no, worldwide uh, yeah, organization. Yeah. And they immediately reacted and said, that, don't worry, you can run there. Yeah. Just pay the tuition and show up on Fridays. Okay, got registered, uh, happy, excited. And then I went to the security and said, that, look, I, I know that you have this emergency stairs. And I think the hotel was 17 or 16 floors. So I said that I, I just want to tell you that I want to run a few times up and down. Uh, and that, so that if you look in the cameras, that, that, that you wouldn't think I'm crazy. Not only very few people run. But females do not, not many females run. Hey, foreigners, yes, locals, no. 
and uh, and I don't think many people run on the stairs. The race started at seven o'clock. I think the numbers were given out at six o'clock in the morning because it's hot. So they want to run earlier than it gets uh, too hot. So this one was up, uh, started six, and the night before there was a big party in the hotel, so I couldn't sleep, and I even switched the rooms. So I think the total sleep was two hours beforehand, but then I already got excited, you know, you are excited also, so, you know, super alert. So I go to the start, the beginning, and I see that the, the guy said also that go with the, like the elites, elite, the, the best ones, because otherwise you get stumbled with the crowd, and they let maybe 100 go, you cannot run, you know, go with the 10 best yeah. so i go with the 12 women and uh, i was seventh yeah i would did very well in the beginning there is hundred there's like 100 or 200 meters where you can you have to run really fast to get some sort of location then you get to the stairs then you're all together and then you have to sort of you know climb your or run your way through yeah and i had a situation that okay maybe i would have maybe one place i lost into the beginning that just maybe i should have been more fightful or competitive you actually have to do this in the beginning because later on everybody gets tired and on the stairs because it was 54 i think or something stairs quite a lot but number one wasn't very hot just that's why i understood why they did the seven o'clock start and we were the first starters and then because then when the sun goes up then the upwards floors already get sunshine and then it gets, uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know how the last one, it lasted, there was 270-something competitors together, quite a lot there. And then the last ones must have been suffering. So we had a good race. It was actually easier than I thought. And I remember the only thing in my head was that, okay, upwards, upwards, you don't rest it, you just suffer, suffer. this, And then you just have to endure. I said that one third was total suffering on the last 14 floors, but at least I was I just managed to crawl over one Italian woman who looked super slim, super nice, so sportive, mega athlete, looked like a world champion. Did you hear that? Even the national champion was comparing herself to someone else. But she didn't let it stop her. She went right by her. For a second, she thought, oh, well, there's no way I could beat her. Look at her. She's super athletic. And then she did. Are you also hearing how her inner monologue during a long race sounds a lot like ours? Just you and me, just the average athlete, suffer, 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 keep moving, keep climbing. It sounds like we all go through the same thing. So why is it that sometimes we are just completely convinced that they've got something that we don't? Maybe what they've got that we don't have is the pure joy, is the complete dedication to doing it for the fun of it. Not because we're going to tell somebody else we did it, not because we need the pride of doing it, but that actual joy of movement. Her open mind, open heart, ready for anything kind of take on life led her to this. If I'm going to do good in my, I had that first race last Monday here in uh, Tallinn. If I do well in Estonian competition, they might send me to the world championship also. And that's in Taipei, Taiwan. Imagine this, instead of my this skiing challenge, maybe I get to go there. But it depends on my, these little performances. You just heard the woman who started out by telling us that she couldn't stand sports in school, that she was never in any kind of organized practice, who started because she thought she wanted to get back into skiing. You just heard her say that she has potential to go to the world championship for tower running, for running up the stairs of a tall building. Who would have guessed that? Thank God she was always ready. Thank God she was just excited to move. Thank God she was ready for the next opportunity, whatever was going to come her way, and that she always said yes. 
And thank God she moved with purpose and with joy because it brought her here. And how cool is that? Another thing that I absolutely admire about Perrette is that she is completely open about none of it's easy. She doesn't do it because it's easy. She doesn't do it because it's hard. She does it because she just finds so much happiness in the movement. And something that's so important to her is that the excitement of it is contagious. She really wants people to understand that you can do it too. You just have to start. You just have to start with an open heart. What I'm trying to tell you is that now every time when I go home, I'm thinking that, is it easier to go on the, to the third floor, Sally? No, it's as difficult as it was before. So everybody of you who's listening, every sport is, uh, is, uh, is an effort. It still is an effort. So it's not that I thought that, okay, yeah, if somebody would, now I'm laughing with my boss and our friends, that, okay, if, if they see stairs or they see a tall building, they'll say that, do you want to go to walk? Do, do you walk or you want to take an elevator with us? I always take elevator, of course, when we go wherever. But it's just it's just the attitude. But you know what? I, I always tell them in return is that okay, if any of you would walk with me, if anybody will join me, I'm ready to walk because I actually want people to tell them to tell to tell them that you don't have to do it today, but it's more more likely that you will do it with me than without me. So the bottom line message from the Estonian Tower Running Champion, the gal who went from 10K to sub four-hour marathon in one year, is just get started. Yeah, yeah, just get started. And you don't need anything. Again, I sometimes walk with my which, whichever clothes. Like I, I just, these are exactly the kind of things you don't need to dress up because it's a lot of things in the sports that are this, you know, people want to be fancy and nice and all this stuff. I don't care if I'm wearing a pink, uh, blue or, uh, or, or a white shirt as long as they match with my shoes. <laughs> if you have an option to do something in the morning before your family wakes up or, or before work or, or if you have an option to do something at noon for an hour just to do it different times of the day and have it uh, more often so it's much easier to handle than uh, thinking and pre-planning for two-hour workout and then you're super tired after. But if you do an hour or 45 minutes, you're never tired after. When I decided I wanted to put this podcast together, I knew that Pirette was one of the people I wanted to speak with because after meeting her in real life, and as you can tell from listening to her, she just has this contagious energy. And I just felt like if more people could get around somebody like Pirette, who knows how you could change your life? How could you get moving? How can you heal places in your body that are hurting and need to be healed? How can you take that healing and move it out into the world? How can you change the world by being more active on your own? And the answer is, we have no idea. We don't know what you're going to do. All I do know is that it's likely that movement is calling to you. Maybe you're going to take an extra trip up and down the stairs. Maybe you're just going to walk around the block today. Maybe you have a marathon on your training schedule. I don't know. I don't know, but I do know that as women, we need to move our bodies. Often our healing starts with movement. I find Perrette's story so inspiring because she's just completely down to earth. Not only is she so excited about what she's doing, but she genuinely believes that you can do it too. And you know what? So do I. I really love the simple way that she describes how she became so successful in sports. How do you do so well? I don't do well. I do. 
Well, (laughs) (laughs) I just love the humility of it. I love the humility of it. Somebody who is on the world circuit for her sport and she says, I'm just active. I'm just active. I feel like now we're able to start drawing parallels between different interviews. Do you remember in the very first conversation that we had with the realtor, Sarah, who started her own company back in episode uh, two? I'll go ahead and link that episode in the show notes for anybody who didn't hear it. Her bottom line for finding success was simple. It might sound familiar. It was just do it. Just get started. And that's what we're hearing from Perrette. I feel like this is the message that we're getting over and over from successful people right? If you want to be successful, you learn from successful people. If you want to be brave, you learn from brave people. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. But what we're hearing over and over and over is just get started. I know I'm feeling incredibly grateful for that message over and over that people are just speaking that into my life because I'm in a place where I'm ready to just get started on multiple projects on this podcast, for example. It's just a time to start. How are you ever going to experience success if you've never started? We can dream about movement. We can dream about running that first 5K. We can dream about starting our new big business. We can dream about putting our phones down and spending more time with our families. But y'all, until we're willing to start, we are not going to make big changes in our lives. We're not even going to make little changes. To wrap it up, I just want to repeat that last thing Perrette said. When people ask her how she's so successful, she says, I don't do well. I do well. Let's be doers. Let's move our feet when our mouths are likely to move. Let's start. Let's take action. Let's see what we can do. We have no idea the towers we're going to climb or the races we're going to run. Let's find out. All right, friends, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Please keep those emails coming. I love to hear your stories. I love to hear how um, you're taking bits and pieces from these people that we are speaking to and incorporating them into your lives. If you are enjoying the show, please don't hesitate to leave a review on iTunes. That helps people find it, and I appreciate it so much. For more, you can check us out on social media, Finding Finish Lines, basically everywhere, or on the blog at findingfinishlines.com. Until next time, my friends, carry on, women of valor.